Hello and welcome to the movie podcast review of Lightyear. My name is Daniel and joining alongside me today are my fellow Space Rangers. Anthony? To infinity and beyond. And Shabazz. I'm setting my lasers from stun to kill. And now, who, who are you going to uh, shoot your laser at first, Shabazz? Well, I'm going to blind fire, and if it hits one of you, I think Anthony's pointing at himself. So, Anthony, <laughs> I'm going to take you out. I don't need a Anthony's laser. willing. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm ready for it. At this Fair Listen, the, the only harm I want us to ever inflict is on each other, so that makes sense. It's good. That's love. That is love, I believe. That is that is great love. I like that a lot. Uh, <laughs> normally, I'd be like, oh, look at the amazing merch that we're wearing today from the movie podcast, but Shay's rocking a Pizza Planet shirt, so if you're watching this on YouTube.com slash the movie podcast, love the shirt. Uh, I'm wearing a Pixar Animation Studio shirt, and Anthony's just wearing a black t-shirt that says rude, rude on boy. it. Like, oh, you're a rude boy, aka Mr. Lightyear, Mr. Rude Boy. That's that's uh, that's his call sign for sure. That we did not hear in this movie. <laughs> All uh, right, this is rude boy going up. <laughs> Rihanna, Rihanna. He's a, he's a Rihanna Toronto man for mix. sure, eh? <laughs> the movie we are talking about is Disney Pixar's Lightyear. We'll be talking about it very soon. But as always, you can catch a brand new episode of the movie podcast every single Monday. And watch out throughout the week for our review episodes just like this one and all the latest movies and series. Make sure you follow us at The Movie Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Letterboxd. And don't forget to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Join our Discord where we're having some really great conversations right now. And write into the show at hello at themoviepodcast.ca. Like I said, check out our show notes for all of those links and more. We had some really cool stuff happening on the show in the last couple weeks. So I did want to talk about that before we dive into our spoiler-free review of Lightyear. The last few days, we've had some incredible episodes drop. Like we said, May has... If you thought May was busy, June is just taking it to a new level. So obviously, we've talked about Miss Marvel and the movie Hustle. We had Adil and Bilal on the show, who are the executive producers and directors behind Miss Marvel. And we have a lot more special guests planned. Because this week, you'll be able to hear us talk to uh, some members of the Pixar animation team behind Lightyear and tomorrow, or if you're listening to this on the day of its release, which is uh, June 14th, we have three special guests joining us. So we have the director of this very film, Angus McLean. We have producer Galen Sussman, and we have Michael Giacchino, who is the composer of the film. And uh, speaking for myself, one of my all time favorite composers ever. He's been having an incredible year with the Batman, no way home, Thor Love and Thunder, Jurassic World Dominion, Lightyear, and so many more coming and directing another movie later this year, Werewolf by Night. Uh, it's been a pretty cool time to be, first of all, just on the movie podcast and be able to talk to all these incredible people, but um, it's, a, it's a real honor to have them. Shay, how, did you feeling, how are you feeling about all the special guests we've been having, uh, specifically with you know the Lightyear team? Honestly, um you know, talking to Angus, who we found out was a huge Lego fan, was great because us three, we love Lego. If you can see in the back of my room, I've got some Lego already set up. Anthony behind yeah, him. Yeah, some right over here too. Right there too. Yeah, we all have Lego in our backgrounds <laughs> right now. That's crazy. <laughs> we all have Lego in our backgrounds. So we're clearly huge fans. So kind of getting that connection with Angus was, was really cool. Talking to Galen about, you know, that infamous Toy Story 2 story, which, you know, you should probably Google it if you don't know what it is already. Great story. And then, of course, 
Michael, like you, like you mentioned, Daniel, he is one of the top composers. He's one of my absolute favorite composers as well. Um, and the best part is, is he is exactly how I imagined he would be just an absolute joy to talk to. What a fun guy. Um, really, really love that interview. And I can't wait for everyone to hear this as well. It's funny because, you know, we, we talk about that infamous Toy Story 2 story where they almost deleted the film. Our interview with Michael got deleted. So look forward to what happened and how we fixed it on tomorrow's episode with him, because I promise you it's a, again, it's It's a a funny story. story. It's a good story. And you're, you're going to want to hear it. We'll tell it on that interview episode. So look forward to that and look forward to all of the incredible reviews we have coming down the pipeline. There's lots to look forward to on the movie podcast. And I know we didn't, uh, we're not wearing our merch, but we do have official movie podcast merch available. If you want to support us, keep the lights and the mics on, That's the best way to do it. We're partnering with our good friends at Bonfire for that. Check out our show notes for all of those links and more. Today, we are talking about Lightyear. This is a Disney Pixar film that is releasing on June 17th. So that is this Friday. It's directed by Angus McLean and it stars the voice of Chris Evans as Buzz Lightyear. Of course, we know Buzz from the Toy Story films, from all the shorts, and from being one of the coolest toys ever. You may also know him as the character I dressed up as for Halloween one year, um, and I was called the Fat Airplane. So if you want to hear that story, that's a story from like three years ago on the show at this point. Um, that's a deep cut story. Oh, wow. Thank you for laughing, Anthony, so Anthony's much. Anthony's laughing uh, like he did it. Like Anthony was yeah. like, <laughs> Anthony was like, it was me. I, I went back, <laughs> back in time and I planted that. I was the one that called you a Fat Airplane, man. That was me, man. And now he here we are doing a show. I was waiting for this movie to come out. <laughs> it's, it's a really long, you played the long game there, Anthony. It is. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, I want to say thank you to our friends at Disney Studios Canada for inviting us to watch this film and for partnering with us on the giveaway. So if you did enter our giveaway, it is now closed and we hope that you get to enjoy whoever won. We hope you get to enjoy Lightyear later this week. Now, Anthony, I'm going to get you to give us a synopsis for the film. Lightyear follows the legendary space ranger, on an intergalactic adventure alongside ambitious recruits Izzy, Mo, and Darby, and his robotic camp companion Sox, as his motley crew embark on their toughest mission yet. They must learn to work as a team to escape the evil Zerg and his dutiful robot army who are never far behind. Now, really quickly, before we dive into our spoiler-free review, I also wanted to recognize you, Anthony, because you had your tweets thrown into the marketing campaign for this very movie, which is very, very cool to see. Absolutely wild. Um, so, like, we had, you know, we're covering all bases. You know, we had the Batman earlier this year. We are on that. Uh, Shay got his quote for Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madison. Now, here you are showing us both up. And you're like, nah, guys, I'm going to be in a commercial <laughs> instead. Yeah, we just I got know. little pictures. And Anthony's like, well, I guess I'll do a commercial. Well, <laughs> I guess I'll be in a commercial instead, which is pretty amazing. Uh, and, it, and I love that Anthony uses Twitter the least out of all of us. And they're like, yes, his. He's the one. And no, it was great. Dude, it, what he said was lovely. So, it's, it's nice to see. I feel like that guy who just walks in and just says, you know, that one thing and then it just <laughs> becomes so popular. I'm, I'm just that's like, it. I'm the dude in the back. That's literally me. I'm yeah. always the dude in the back. But um, um, I'm that no I'm, be your Twitter handle. The dude in the back. Dude in the back. Yeah. I don't like that. I'm not a, not a big fan of that. Um, it's not a good one. No, I'm grateful for, for the exposure and just to have my name on a commercial. It's super weird. Again, it's something that I never envisioned for myself. It uh, Yeah. It is... A thing that I would always watch and never really, I guess, adhe- like 
inspired to be on a commercial. But when we started doing this, this was like, and you guys got yours. I'm like, oh, I want to get mine. <laughs> Didn't think it was going to be on like, you know, the main light year. Like TV spot. Promotion. So, yeah. Uh, you know, like, cool. you know, that pretty commercial cool. when people are like, you know, audiences everywhere are calling bu- Lightyear, blah, blah, blah. Like, that's literally what yeah. you got into. You got in me. That's so And I cool. can put that in my resume. I can check that off. That's something, you know, you can, like, you know, like when Homer goes to space, when Homer does all these things, that's me. Like, you've, you've done all these things. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, me. You're, I, yeah. You've pretty much gone to space. Your tweet has now gone to space if you think about it. Yeah. That's, that's very true. It's very true. We just got to keep if, an eye out. Maybe they'll project tweet, it like in Times Square. Go to my page, follow me, and yeah. like my tweet. Yeah, you can check the show notes for all those links and more uh, in our show notes. Shay, start us off with your first reaction for Lightyear. And a bit of your backstory with Toy Story as well, too. For sure. So, Toy, Toy Story is one of my absolute favorite um, animated films. Uh, it's top three for me, I would say. And I and I Buzz Lightyear was probably my my go to. You know, I had a Woody toy, but I primarily had a lot more Buzz toys. I had that Silver Buzz, I had the regular Buzz, and then I had a million other Buzzes. So to finally find out when we were at the, you know when we were watching the Disney Investor Day in 2020, I believe it was, and we got that word that hey, they're gonna make a Lightyear movie, and it's starring Chris Evans. I, I couldn't be more excited. And and I really, really like this movie. I, I do have some issues with it that we're definitely going to get into. But overall, this film really took what you love about Buzz Lightyear. It took those classic sayings that he has. It kind of gives you this whole backstory to who Buzz is and why Buzz is in such a beautiful way while also showing all these other characters that he kind of interacts with. And, you know, in the beginning of this movie, it does start off by saying, just kind of like how the marketing has been doing it, this is the film that Andy watched before he bought his Buzz Lightyear toy, before he got it for his birthday. And and I think that's kind of where some of my my issues lie. But, I mean, we'll definitely dive into it. But for, for my first reaction, I'd say I, I really, really liked this film. I really enjoyed it. I think when, when you look at this movie and you, you look at the lineage of Toy Story and Pixar as a studio, it's amazing that we know we've we've kind of come full circle now where it's like now we're getting not just it's not really a Toy Story sequel, but you're getting like a, a, a spinoff or like a, a, a movie based on the toy that was based off a movie. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like there's there's some different layers to it, which is pretty cool. And this movie's beautiful. Like, we know Pixar delivers amazing films. We know Pixar delivers gorgeous-looking films. But I think they just keep one-upping themselves each and every time. We had Turning Red earlier this year, which was beautiful. It had its own, you know, a bit of a different art style than we're used to seeing with Pixar, which is awesome. It's cool seeing them go in different directions. And then you have, uh, you know, you have Lightyear, which is just, you know, we're in space. You're having these different environments, and it's just beautiful and it's it's just so cool seeing how how much love was put into this film how much they wanted to tell a story that was just you know this adventure in space and this movie is that this movie will makes you kind of feel warm watching it because it's just a great adventure and i think that's what it does so well uh anthony where are you with lightyear um growing up late like buzz lightyear was huge i pretty much have like shay all the buzz lightyear toys ever made um yep and he was a big part of my childhood because he, I think it was, when did Toy Story come out? 95, 96? 95, yeah. 95, right? So it was like my first real animated film and Toy Story, big, big impact on who I was and why I wanted to get into film and all these creative things that you can do at the time. 
So I was a little hesitant getting into this film because, you know, I was so attached to Buzz Lightyear. I just trying to, I didn't want this Buzz to take over my, my love for the actual toy story version of him. But sure, um, yeah, I really, fair. I really liked this film. I thought the, the movie did a fantastic job of, tr- of telling this Buzz Lightyear story. Like this is the, this is the guy Andy, you know, watches and wants to buy his toy and i the animation for this film is probably the best animation i've ever seen the planets the 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 character designs buzz's animated actions that you would normally see in toy story now taking place in like a real life situation but it's not it, you know what i'm saying like it's this is yeah. a real person so it was a little surreal at points, but I really enjoyed this film. I thought it was that intergalactic adventure that a lot of people have been looking for. It was action-packed. There was a twist that I was a little... I don't know how I feel about it. Um, there are story elements that I thought could be better, but as an sure. overall Pixar film, this is fantastic. Like, you can't go wrong. Kids are going to love it. Everyone's going to love it. It's It's a... It's one of those Pixar movies that just becomes that timeless story. Yeah, it's a crowd pleaser. Yeah, it really is. And you you have the you have a lot of great supporting characters in this. Obviously, you know this like we spoke a little bit about the synopsis, but the gist of the story is that Buzz is going on this mission. It feels you know it has elements for a lot of sci-fi space movies, obviously. But you know we even like more recently, if you if you're a fan of Ad Astra or Interstellar, you're going to get a lot of those notes within it too, especially with you know buzz you know flying out and coming back in time has progressed uh socks is another character that i want to say is just steals every scene that socks is in so um i I feel like we're uh, just days away from like a disney plus series being announced about socks or something like that because Mm -hmm. he's just such a fun character and it was hilarious shorts the Toy Story shorts, yeah, exactly. But let's let's unpack because I think we all have uh, some definitely some critiques of the film. Shay, I'm going to get you to start us off with some of the biggest critiques that you had for this one. Yeah, for for me, the the, the I think the thing that started it all was when the movie finished. I, I was little, I was, I was I was happy, but I was a little underwhelmed in the sense that the movie plays it very safe in the sense that there is really only one planet that they're on and kind of go to from, from what I recall, it's just the same planet over and over again. It's just time keeps passing on it. And while that's great, it never felt like it broke the barrier. I mean, like this movie feels like it was then shot during COVID where like, but it's not, it's animated. So <laughs> they had the opportunity to take animated during COVID. So many, yeah. It's an animated during COVID, but they had the opportunity to take this to so many different worlds. And that's, I think where I got stuck on saying, this is the movie that Andy watched. It, it never felt like the big space opera that I thought Buzz would have come from. I thought Buzz would have been a character coming from something akin to Star Wars, which is now under the Disney umbrella. But this film almost has more of a Star Trek kind of vibe to it, where it's a bit more of a smaller scale story and focusing on this one character. Mm. And I think that's great, right. but it's just, it's just not what I imagined for Buzz. I also wasn't huge on zerg we 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 got a a different retelling of zerg which i won't really you know get into because of spoilers but it it it, it didn't hit the mark that i thought you know evil emperor zerg would have had it it just it never hit that point where i was like okay and because of that the story plays it really safe in the first half of the film it kind of just keeps going through all the different years and because these characters you haven't really spent that much time with them you don't really get too attached to them they're just kind of coming and going and it and it's fine but you never really hit that mark and then you have buzz's 
you know, Star Command, sorry, his Space Rangers that he kind of teams up with, you know, Taika and all the other characters like Kiki Palmer. And they they also aren't as interesting or gravitating as you'd kind of want them to be. They really, you kind of forget about them towards the, uh, towards the end of the film. I also wasn't very huge on the way that the after credits were spaced out, but I'd also want to give you guys some time to, you know, speak about your criticisms. Yeah, for sure. And I think just, you know, speaking really quickly to the after credits, there are three uh, post-credit scenes. Uh, so stick, uh, stay tuned for that. Obviously we're not going to spoil anything, but I think the one that, really matters for the story and maybe for what could come next potentially is the very last one. So if you're going to go see this movie, make sure you stay to the very end. And I am talking about after studio logos. Now you mentioned the team. I did have a good time with the team. I thought they were really fun for buzz, but obviously buzz is the lead character and you, you anytime we're on, we're on screen with him. I want to pay attention to him. I thought they were a decent supporting cast. And like you said, Shay, I just wish that we had more time with, you know, uh, the team that he kind of got to this planet with. So they're on this planet, they get trapped there and they're trying to get back home. I would have loved to maybe have a quick montage again. I'm not saying this is what it should have happened, but it would have been cool to see. Maybe we got some more time with buzz and Oh my gosh. Wh- what says, what's his partner's name? Like the commander. Yeah. Uh, I I forgot. So, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll pull it up here, but uh, you know, I would have loved to have Hawthorne? maybe hawthorne yeah so i would have loved to see like some time more time with them maybe in the academy together a little quick montage before we actually got to this mission that they're on because as buzz keeps you know traveling in this film i was just like man like i know he's he's trying so hard to get them home and i like that this movie really humanizes buzz i would i would have loved just to have more time with him just like i would i wish the decision for him maybe felt like this he felt the stakes of it a bit more because every time he was going you're losing more and more time right but um yeah that was the big one for me and like you said shay uh zerg i wish was a bigger threat that was maybe established sooner in the film or just had a bit more layers to him in the movie again where this series goes now who knows but uh i think for a starting point this film this film is great but i think there's a lot of opportunities going forward to you know to tell an even uh, more out there and crazy story. Cause like, like I think like you said, you s- this film plays it a little bit safe in some places where I wish it went uh, a bit more Pixar. Let's go for something totally what you weren't expecting. Anthony. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you guys. The, the story it seems small scale for a character this big. I don't know if that makes sense. It does make sense. It, yep. You expected him to be on this huge space adventure and i think there are scenes in the trailer that really showcase that interstellar light beam light effect we're going gung-ho into like the infinity and beyond but you don't really get that from from this movie um but that's not a bad thing because the story that was given to us is still an intergalactic adventure it's still taking place in space but you just thought the the scale would have been grander and like shay said you know, this is the movie that really captivated Andy to want this toy. And if I was watching this, would I want a Buzz Lightyear toy after watching this? And that's kind of like how when Shape proposed, I'm like, yeah, that's right. You know, would I would I want a toy after watching this film? I don't know because it wasn't that big bang I was expecting. And that's a, that's right. my expectations going in. Sure. And it's also us looking at as adults too, right? Where exactly. we have kids who are just, if you were five years old watching this movie, we, we will 
probably felt different, right? Right. If I had if I had children, would my children w- want the buzz? <laughs> would I buy this toy for them? No, because <laughs> I, I got a job. I fell in love with them as a toy. It's, yeah, we fell in love with toy buzz. It's a different right? scenario, right? Definitely. Um, another big thing for me was oh, it was, I was just on the t- tip of my tongue, and now I forgot. Uh, what is it? What is it? Ugh, I forgot. I hate when I have to. It's okay. If you, if you think of it, jump back in. This film, we didn't get to watch it in IMAX, but I'm, I'm excited to watch it again in IMAX yeah. because this film is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Like this film, when, when you're flying into space, you're just like, oh my God, this is beautiful. Please, Anthony, take over. Um, the, the story itself on like Buzz Lightyear being this stubborn, very focused, I need to fix this, really plays into his version of the character in Toy Story and how he has right. to get along with a group of people. It is very similar. Yeah. And then, you know, in that, in the Toy Story, you got Woody who's a little bit jealous, but this is the same kind of elements of the story where Buzz, he always works alone. So he has his team. Um, the team is not the strongest. Like they, they, they're quirky characters. And I think socks and him would have been, a, you know, on their own, a great pair. I thought the other, yeah three just pair of socks add, yeah pair of socks the other three add a lot of weight to him and it just doesn't it doesn't impact him because it's like oh we're a team now it's just like but this is your story person. right we've been waiting a while i guess i don't know if we've all been waiting but we've been waiting for for a light year story and it always takes place with a with a team just yeah. i wanted to really get a good idea of what who he was and where he came from because even like right. he talks about his past or his past and and how he got into the Space Ranger core, but you don't really see it. He's always been this. Is he a legend? I don't know if he's a legend. There's but in Toy Story, he is the legend. He is Buzz Lightyear. So there's so many things that happen with this story that you're trying to find. Is this the Buzz Lightyear story that I wanted, or is it just too small scale at this point? Is it going to be? you know, bigger in yeah. the future. Yeah. I, you know, I, it's interesting. I get a lot of, it's a very similar vibe from this that I get from the Obi-Wan show where it's like, here you are, you're having a sequel series or a prequel for Obi-Wan, but you're filling in a story gap that something that we've known for like 30 years at this point. Right. So you're filling in things where you're like, well, does this really line up with what we had were told or yeah, it's kind of creating its own kind of continuity and everything like that. We didn't really know much about the light year movies in the toy story world, right? We only knew really about buzz the character, but I like that this movie did a really good job of bringing those iconic lines that we would hear buzz say, um, like there seems to be no sign of a deadlit life anywhere. Like, like just little things like that. Like, if you're a pix if, if you're a Toy Story fan, you're going to get a lot of that in here. And I at least like that. Yeah, you know the team wasn't the strongest, but I at least like that Buzz kind of acknowledges that in the movie because he doesn't like rookies. All of them are rookies, and then he has to kind of learn how to work with them in mm-hmm. a certain way. Which, uh, but yeah, it's a it's a very familiar story, um, but it's still a really fun story. Maybe, which I think maybe, that's really maybe strong they just on. too humanized him. Sure. Uh, that they maybe they went too extreme on that part because yes, he is he, he's Buzz Lightyear and he just didn't seem like the Captain America. Like because Captain America, when you look at him, he's not as humanized as Buzz. Like he's still a superhero. He's still like battling monsters and all that. But there is there is a human approach, but not to the extreme where he was. We really felt like 
he was just this human guy who was a space ranger. Right. I hope that makes but sense. I, but I, no, no, I get it. I totally get it. But I'm also trying to think like, if would it have been as relatable or would it have been as, you know, would it have been as much of a Pixar story if it was someone who was just more like, I am a superhero and there's nothing good do damage to me or stuff like that. Cause we kind of yeah. gone that buzz too in toy story too. Right. With, you know, the fresh buzz out of the box. who's was just very, just like, no, I am this, this. And you're like, it's a little like, you can't really do too much with that or make a character that's as I think likable. So I'm curious where this goes now. Cause do you, do you guys think that, do you think we'll see a sequel to Lightyear? Again, no spoilers for anything, but do you think we'll see this character return? I think if you want to keep the Toy Story franchise alive, I mean, you know, we had Toy Story 4 that kind of wrapped up Woody's story and, you know, we kind of have that settlement there. I think now branching out and kind of showing the world of Toy Story is a great way to kind of keep that name still there. I'm surprised that we're kind of getting an entry into that world so soon after Toy Story 4. Um, because it just always always felt like we had a big gap in between the films. So now to kind of get here, like, oh, wow, okay, Lightyear, I'm excited to see if they do a Lightyear 2. It kind of seems like they're heading in that direction. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm down for it. It would be really cool, though, if, if they did a Woody's Roundup for Disney+, Plus because it already was a TV show. I think yeah. that would be super sweet. Um, that would be a great I, show. I, I'm not surprised if you go forward with you know Lightyear 2 or anything else in that realm. Maybe we'll get a Ham movie. Maybe we'll get a Mr. Potato Head movie. <laughs> I, I really don't think so. But I think Lightyear is kind of the, the way to move this um, world and franchise forward. I like that. Let's get to our final recommendations for Lightyear. Anthony, I'm going to get you to start us off. I'm going to recommend you watch this film. It's a very good film for the kids. Space adventure. It's a lot of action. Fantastic animation. uh, Touching story at points. um, But overall, it's that Pixar that you've been waiting for that we haven't gotten a bit since Soul. Uh, Or we had Luca, but this one's a little bit different. So, uh, yeah, definitely watch it. It's crazy to think that this is the first Pixar film that we've seen in the theaters since onwards. So we're over two years. Yeah. We haven't watched a Pixar movie in a theater and it was nice to be uh, to come back with this one. Uh, they all should be in theaters. Pixar movies deserve to be seen in theaters because they're just beautiful. Shay. I, I'm going to say watch it as well. I mean, if you can watch this on the biggest screen possible to get all those different colors and visuals being thrown at you, please do that. I can't wait to watch this in IMAX myself because this movie may, feels like it was made for it. And I want to see that screen break. I want to see that a- aspect, aspect ratio just kind of get bigger and bigger. Um, it was beautiful in AVX as well, which we have here in Cineplex. Um, but yeah, definitely recommend watching it. Uh, for myself, thank you for that, Shay. For myself, uh, like both of you, it's a watch it. You know, since 1995, we've had this character in our lives. And I think this movie, you know, deepens the Toy Story lore and it deepens the love that we've had of this character. So I hope we get to see him again. I hope to see, we get to see more of the space ranger crew. And I think this is the best looking Pixar film that we've gotten to date. Uh, and it deserves to be seen in IMAX. So definitely go check it out. And I think you'll have a really great time. Bring your family. Cause uh, this is one that I think it's a great family adventure too. So I think there's a lot to take from it. Thank you so much again for listening to the movie podcast review of Lightyear. Don't forget, you can catch it in theaters this Friday, June 17th. Um, watch it in IMAX if you can. Uh, and as always, you can catch a brand new episode of the movie podcast every single Monday. Watch out throughout the week for review episodes, interview episodes, and reviews on all the latest movies and series. Make sure you follow us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Letterboxd at the movie podcast right into the, our show 
join our discord do all of those lovely things and you can check out our show notes for all of those links and more that was this time with the movie podcast and we'll see you next we'll see you next